The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet to get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Friday, October the 14th, and we are here to handicap four divisional series games, MLB playoffs for Saturday, October the 15th. And here to join me, we've got the best two on the show tonight. It's me and Dylan Rockford. Dylan, what's happening? Wow, I haven't done that in a while. I was on mute for a sec, but good to be with oh. you. Happy Friday, Malcolm. Uh, yep. it's, good, it's good to cash the lock of the day uh, with Shane Bieber over five and a half strikeouts. So good to start my day with a nice win. Now I'm sweating a, par- a soccer parlay that I know nothing about, thanks to you. Yeah, well, because I knew we'd be watching the football, soccer, while we were recording this, I made you put a bet on, effectively. Uh, you bout the peer pressure. So we're, not, we're doing all right. It's it's uh, Brentford v Brighton. And I told you to back... In fact, I told you to back both teams to score, actually. But yeah. you said it was too juiced. So you backed over two and a half goals. It's one and a half time. So, yeah, we're poised all right. Um and as you said, we're right in the guts of this Cleveland and New York Yankees Friday game. Uh, 2-2 into the bottom of the eighth. But I've had to turn off my dodgy stream um, because it would interfere with all my stuff. So if anything happens, Dylan, you're in charge of keeping me across the baseball scores. And I'll be in charge of um, keeping you across the, the soccer uh, scores if anything goes on. Can but it is, yeah, nice it? to get you. Yeah, nice to get your cash in early on a Friday. Go on, mate. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. You, I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, can we talk about Aaron? Uh, Aaron Judge is what? What's going on? Oh, for seven with seven strikeouts. Yeah, he just looks a little bit anxious, doesn't he? he was, uh, yeah. I've only seen maybe I've seen a couple of bad bats today, and he they were, they, they've been keeping the ball away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of down and away, down and away, down and away, which is fine. Yeah. Um, because maybe I saw you tweet last night. Maybe that's what people should be doing to Jordan Alvarez rather than throwing <laughs> him right, right down Broadway for him. I mean, wow. Last night, you just kind of had a feeling like yeah. in my I'm relative short, I think, compared to you and all the listeners time watching baseball. Jordan Alvarez is my most edge of the seat player at the moment. He's the one who gets me leaning forwards. Wait, yeah, go on. What are you going to do? Um, he was great again last night. Yeah, he was. He's exciting to watch. I don't think there's been a guy in MLB postseason. I know this year that's hit multiple home runs in the sixth inning or beyond. So he's done this multiple times now. I like I tweeted out. I just don't understand why pitchers are continuing to throw to him. I get it. I guess. I guess it's that competitive edge. But the guy is unloading on baseballs right now. It's not smart. So I, I don't know. I don't, I think the Mariners, they're going to be a tough one, but they'll, they'll be back at home. So that's good. The, the at bat after he hit that home run yesterday, they did put him on, uh, they intentionally put him on, but you it was just, the, 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 yeah, that was it. That's exactly what I'm loving. Now that doesn't make great um, radio, but you're holding up the four fingers and yeah. the, the manager, the, 
Mariner's manager, uh, Scott Savice. Uh, he just looked a little bit broken while he did it. Yeah. It was he just like it was the most resigned put him on uh, that you've ever seen. Like um, that was the yeah, the actions of a man who'd been defeated by Jordan Alvarez. Um, Jordan Alvarez looks like for a big lad, he looks like he's quite handy in the field as well. He doesn't mm-hmm. like a terrible defender. Is that right? For the most part, I would say, I don't know how many errors he did have if he had any this year, but yeah, for the most part, he looks kind of, uh, kind of light on his feet too for a big guy. That's exa- yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. He made a couple of plays last, uh, sort of line drives where he gets a good jump and he, he covers the ground because um, yeah. you see the ball going in his direction and you think, oh, he might struggle here. Uh, and all of a sudden there he was making the snag. So yeah, he's been doing everything, but he's been really good to watch. Um We've got, we have got four games tomorrow. Bit of a weird card. We've got a couple of TBD, well, well one TBD pitcher, which is the Philadelphia Phillies. But we haven't got many lines. Um, I don't. We, got, we haven't got lines Yankees-Cleveland because that game's going on now and I think they're loath to put them up um, while we don't know the CB score. Um, and obviously it's Friday night, so there's loads of stuff going on. There's lots of... Uh, the books are busy. <laughs> the odds makers are busy. So um, we might have to use a lot of the Rockford lines here. But we will be far away. It's not like we're getting a rookie pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds going against somebody. Uh, so we won't be far away with any lines that we have to manufacture ourselves. Um, so I'll tell you what we do. We'll crack on first off with... Uh, we go chronologically. Chronologically, that was easy for me to say. Um, the and we'll get this Phillies one out of the way because we don't have a confirmed picture. It's the Atlanta Braves at the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, it's Game Four of the NLDS. Um, the series is currently tied at one-one, uh, and there's a game later on this evening. So we've got. Charlie Morton confirmed for the Braves. Charlie Morton, I handicapped him yesterday um, before they decided to roll out Spencer Strider. Uh, And for the Phillies, we don't know. Now, we think it might be Bailey Falter, um, although that's not confirmed at all. So um, we don't have any lines on this. So, I mean, Dylan, can you shed any light on... I mean, just about impossible for you, I suppose. Well, how how far did you get in making lines for this? Uh... Lines not really far. I do think, regardless, I think Bailey Falter will go. I think I'll probably favor the um, the Braves around a minus one thirty, minus one thirty five favorite. If you look at Bailey Falter, he has not been good at home. He has what a five forty nine ERA at home. He's lost to the uh, the Braves twice this season. He's only faced them twice, but lost six three five two. He's given up combined 14 hits in just seven innings. So the Braves are seeing him really well. I think the Braves uh, bats, they broke out in the second game. I think they got their confidence back a little with that three, nothing win. I think if you, if you want to take the Braves, this is a good time to take them on the run line. I think we'll get a nice plus price and I think they could get to Bailey Falter, Charlie Morin. He's been all right uh, on the road and he, let's see his lines against the Phillies. He, uh, yeah, he's lost to the Phillies 7-2, 3-1. So not some success against him, but he did win his last start 8-7 uh, back in September. So I kind of lean towards the hotter team right now, which is the Braves. And I'd probably take him on the run line if I could get a nice juicy price. 
Yeah, so as I said, I, I handicapped Morton uh, for the game that's going off tonight uh, when it's going to be Spencer Strider against Aaron Nola. And there was nothing to recommend Charlie Morton, really. Um, the uh, 4.34 ERA on the season, but 5.72 on the road, 6.23 in his last five, 5.47 against Philly. These are all big numbers. Uh, he's pitched against Philly 26 in the third innings as well. It's not really a small sample. So there's nothing to recommend, Morton. And there's not an awful lot to recommend Bailey, Bailey Falter. Um, 7.56 ERA in those two games against Atlanta, where you said 14 hits, on eight and one third in his pitch, I think are the key stats there. Um, it looks like an obvious over candidate, although that's hard to say without the line. But all of these um, these playoff games have been low, so it's going to be the the books are going to lean towards. It might get to eight, um, but I don't think it'll go above eight. Eight. I don't think we'll get to eight and a half, Dylan. I haven't seen an eight for a, a, a total all. Yeah. all playoffs um, so I think if it gets to eight that'll be it um, so I like runs anything over eight we'll take and I do like an Atlanta team total as well I think this is um, this has got the look of a wild one about it this could be something like a seven to four um, Atlanta so yeah I agree with you we'll get Atlanta on the run line I think they'll win uh, but I think there's going to be runs and any any um, way of getting runs on the board, whether it's team totals, overs, first fives, anything like that. Something, um, I wouldn't for, put something you for your total, which I do agree. I think we do see runs. I think both pitchers are susceptible. Uh, it's going to be a nice warm day in Philly, but you got 13 mile an hour winds blowing out of center field. So that, that should help push the ball a little bit. Okie doke. Um, the lines uh, that we use always come from our headline sponsor at WinBet. Uh, the perfect time to join is right now. Customers who get a uh, who bet $100 will get a $100 free bet. The Winback Casino is open 24 hours a day, 100% deposit there, up to $1,000. And if you get the biggest uh, parlay, odds-wise, of the week, you get a $1,000 free bet. Someone turned $6 into four grand last week, and they got that free $1,000 bet as well. Uh, that is a truly hashtag DGEN's only move. Um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, so they know that we sent you. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WY. N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. In present this day, we're playing the winbet is available. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next up is the early evening game. All of these games have been at a funny, great time for me. Uh, funny time. Everyone in uh, the state has been moaning about the time here. Yeah? 4.07 Eastern first pitch. The Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, this is the game we do have lines on. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. will draw the start for the Houston Astros and George Kirby is on the bump for Seattle. Um, the lines are, my notes are all over the place here. There they are. Um, this is a pick him. Minus 110, each of two. Pay your money and take your choice. Total here is set at seven. Um, Lance McCullers, four and two on the season. 227. ERA, 256 in his last five, 357 on the road. Has not faced um, the Seattle Mariners this season. Uh, George Kirby, 8-5 and five record, 339 ERA, 559 in his last five, 328 at home, and 450 against Houston. Although that is just a wee sample, four innings, uh, four hits, two earned runs. Um 
this for me, Dylan, was really, really, really straightforward. And I'll tell you why. Houston eight and one straight up against Seattle in the last nine games that they faced them. Uh, and you're making them a pick. Um, I'll take that every day of the week. So give me the Houston Astros at minus one ten. That was the simplest handicap I could could give you. Yeah, so two plays for me in this one. I'm going to take the Mariners here on the money line, minus 105 at home. I also, <laughs> oh. I, also, I also like the under seven at minus 118. I made the Mariners a minus 115 favorite, and for the total, I made my line 6.7. Mariners have been an under team at home most of the season, 31, 44, and 6 toward the under, while the Astros, they've also been an under team on the road, 28 and 49 on the uh, towards the under. So I think we see a similar game like we did yesterday between these two. George Kirby, he's only pitched that one inning uh, last series against the Blue Jays, but he was lights out when closing it. He's only faced the Astros once this year, and that game finished 3-2 with Kirby going four innings, only giving up two runs. He struck out seven, so as lo- we, we mentioned this earlier, as long as he doesn't pitch to Alvarez, I think this game could stay <laughs> under. So McCullers, he hasn't pitched in over a week, but he should be well rested. Ever since coming back, he's been great. He's only allowed more than two runs one time in his eight games that he started. And six of those eight games went under this number. So I think we see a pitching duel in this one, especially early on. So if you want to take the first five, uh, eliminate the bullpen. I like that as well. So I'm just banking on the Mariners to extend this series. They have to win one. They can't go out like that at home. I think the crowd's going to be electric over there. So lean Mariners, but I, my official play is the under seven. Yeah, uh, Morton has been in good form, really consistent. What you get out of Morton is you get good length as well, six or seven innings. And his last five starts, he's given up one, two, 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 two. Uh, so you pretty much know what you're getting. I, the other reason I had no option but to take the Astros here was that I put them up in our pre-season pod to sweep 3 nothing, um, So they're 2 nothing up. Uh, so I can't go against that now. That would be ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I'll follow up my, my 8-1 and one stat and I'll try and get them over the line here. 3-0. You know. um, next up is a 7-37 start between the New York Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians. The series score is... One nothing to the New York Yankees in the bottom of the eighth. <laughs> this is live, but as it happens, bottom of the eighth, two outs and two on uh, for New York. So the series score might change uh, in the next 20 minutes while we finish this podcast off. Uh, but at the meantime, uh, game two is in progress and game three will get underway tomorrow with Luis Severino. Uh, this is going to be back in Cleveland. Luis Severino, uh, goes for the Yankees and Tristan McKenzie uh, goes for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, we've got no prices again, obviously with the game in progress. Um, Dylan, just handicapping Severino against McKenzie. What were your lines? Yeah, so no lines up, like you said, because they're still playing. But I favored McKenzie and the Guardians at home at minus 125. Minus one and a half, I need a plus 190 or better. Same thing for the Yankees, plus 125, plus one and a half, minus 190. As for the total, I made my line 6.3. It's going to be a cold night in Cleveland tomorrow night. I'm leaning on taking the under 
depending on what number comes out, because with the Guardians' inability to score runs and two great bullpens, it points to an under for me. First game finished 4-1. Today's game's looking like an under as well, unless things get out of hand. But the Yankees' bullpen is a little more used up uh, than the Guardians', but... As for the Guardians bullpen, they, they've had a they've had success. They haven't allowed a run in 13 straight innings. So, well, 15 now with the two innings that they've done today. So, 15 straight innings they haven't allowed a run. So, I think uh, Tristan McKenzie is going to be fired up to face his hometown team growing up in, here in New York. So, he's getting to face them in the playoffs behind his home crowd. I can only imagine how fired up he's going to be and. He's been great all season at home. He's pitched six scoreless innings last uh, game against the Rays, scoreless. So, And he also has uh, one game under his belt against the Yankees, and it was in Cleveland. He was lights out. Seven scoreless innings. He only gave up one hit. So in the game, the Guardians won that game one nothing. So this game screams under to me. Depending on the opening number, I'll probably dive under. And if the price isn't too bad, I'll, I'll take the Guardians as well. Yeah, you you picked up a lot of my handicap there. Um, the thirteen now fifteen innings um, scores from the bullpen was a, was a great number. Uh, Severino, his numbers superficially decent. Uh, seven and three, three eighteen ERA, um, three twenty two on the road. Not face Cleveland this season. I had a look at his game log, Dylan, and um, what jumped off the page me here was. Um, He's all right against the bad teams and he gives up runs against the good teams and it's pretty uniform all the way down his start. So, faces Toronto, gives up two, five. So, the, uh, four of his last whoa, eight starts, Toronto, Toronto and Houston, gives up five, three, two, two. Then faces Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, um. Chicago Cubs in Detroit and gives up 0 1 0. Um, and then you go back to the Tampa Bay Rays, it's then four earned runs, Toronto three, but in between, he manages to quieten down the White Sox in Baltimore. So it's been a real split, I think. Um, so that concerned me. The only thing with that is it didn't really help because I don't know if the Cleveland are good or bad. So it didn't, it was a lovely, it was a lovely thing that I spotted, but then it didn't help me handicap because they were a good side. Yes, but they're not scoring any runs. So, well, it was nice. Uh, sorry to interrupt your flow. It was actually finally nice to see them finally get a hit while runners were in scoring position today. So maybe coming back home, they, they get a little juice at home with, with their guy, Tristan McKenzie on the mound. You don't trust him. Oh, I love Justin McKenzie. Absolutely love him. Um, he had one start against the Yankees this season, pitched seven scoreless. I think that was really the trigger for him having an outstanding second half to the season as well. Um, he's got a 284 record against the AL East, Dylan. Um, and that's in a sample size of 50 innings, 50 and two thirds. And that's a lot of good opposition. There's no rubbish in that AL East. Um, and McKenzie's held every team in that um Division down with 284 ERA. I think Severino is vulnerable tomorrow against a slightly better team. Um, so, yeah, I was happy to take the Cleveland money line was going to be my bet here. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the price will be. You reckon round about minus 125? 
Yeah, that's I was the hoping I'd go with them. Yeah, I was hoping. I thought it might be a bit uh, bigger than that. I thought not quite a pick him, but well, yeah, maybe minus one fifteen to minus one ten. I don't think there'll be much in it. Um, yeah, that, would be, that would be nice. Do you agree with the under the play though? It's, well, again, looking at them, you said six point three is tight. I don't know because. Um, I'm worried about Severino. I think Cleveland could take him for three or four. And then in which case, you know, Yankees can quickly yeah. um, get themselves on the board like Stanton did today with a two home run. So um, I might, it looks like, do you know what it looks like? It looks like seven and a push to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I said, yeah. Yeah. Go on. No, no, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. I it, the, the first inning looked like it could have got out of hand for Shane Bieber, but he kind of did a nice job after giving up that home run to Stan. He kind of settled in a little bit. So the game could have gotten away from them. And you're right. It's kind of hard to predict the Yankee scores either. It's going to be a short, tight one, three, one, like we saw, or four, one, excuse me, like we saw in game one, or we're going to see a 13 to seven game. It'll just be a total (laughs) over. So, yeah. But my, yeah, my play is going to be Cleveland on the money line. Uh, Um, whatever price if it's somewhere around your price um i'll be perfectly happy with that the base is all loaded for the yankees yep. in the bottom of the eighth um we've got one more game to cover here uh, i'll tell you first about fubo tv uh, for all your football watching needs uh, you need a bit of fubo tv in your life college and pro football plus nfl red zone um hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment no contract no commitment cancel at any time try fubo tv free for seven days get 15 percent off your first month go to fubotv.com slash sgp that's f-u-b-o tv.com slash sgp there's a penalty in the full Dylan set goal could be going in. Uh, odds trader would have told you all about that penalty, uh, the chances of getting it, etc. Uh, compare odds from all the major sports books, different sign up codes, and promos. Uh, the app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and the all important bet tracker. Uh, go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds trader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay. Uh, final game to, to cover here. I need to make sure I get on the right date here because I keep checking the Yankees score and then having to um, bosh on another day. The late game, it's the NLDS game four between the LA Dodgers and the game San three. Diego. Was it? Yeah, no, tomorrow. One more. One more. Oh, you're right. Jesus, today's game. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. You got me. Uh, because I'm second guessing myself as well I'd believe anything you tell me at this point Um, (laughs) yeah game three will be going off this evening by the time this gets broadcast this is for Saturday night game four 9.37 Uh, the LA Dodgers Tyler Anderson draws the start and for the San Diego Padres it's old shiny ears himself it's Joe Musgrove Um, no lines because game three has not yet gone off. Um, so again, I'll throw this back to you, Dylan, um, and you can give us uh, your lines. Um, I will raise my hands above my head if this penalty kick goes in while you're talking. Yeah, so another game off the board, like you said, but I actually made the Padres a minus 110 favorite, minus one and a half, plus 195. So Dodgers plus 110, plus one and a half, minus 195. As for the total, I made my line 6.8. Padres did a good job being able to steal one game on the road to even the series up at one apiece. Now, hopefully we get an, uh, we get another high total like tonight. It was around seven and a half and I crushed the under. So I'd go under that maybe seven, seven and a half. I feel more confident in that play than taking either 
uh, glazed donut ears or the Dodgers. So <laughs> Joe Musgrove, he, he almost pitched the perfect game in his last outing against my Mets. Seven scoreless, just giving up one hit. Maybe he had stuff. Maybe he didn't. But the game, the game went under six nothing. Now he fa- he's faced the Dodgers three times this season, and the Padres lost all three. But two of those three games were very low scoring, and they did go under the total. As for Tyler Anderson, he he hasn't pitched in about two weeks, so another case where he's going to be fully rested, ready to go. He's faced the Padres four times this season. Dodgers are two and two in those starts. But as for the total, the under hit in three of those four games. So what we're seeing is when these two guys are on the mound, we're seeing low score games between these two we we saw eight runs scored in the first two games five three in both games so i think we in this pitching matchup we see more of a pitching duel both teams have been under teams this whole season i don't think anything changes i think we see less runs than we have give me the under depending on what it is seven seven and a half hopefully we could get Okay, Ivan Tony's nestled that penalty into the bottom corner, Dylan. So you're, oh. you're one goal closer. We got what twenty four minutes to go. But I also um, parlayed that with both teams to score. Oh, okay. So you need Brighton to score now. That's all right. Brighton will, uh, Brighton will have a go at them. Um, the Yankees did not push a run over with the bases loaded. Two, two, top of the ninth. Um, right. I handicapped this exactly the same as you, and. Then decided this was going to be, I was going to go a little bit contrarian and take the over. Um, I do like both pitches. Tyler Anderson, I mean, you've gone through all the numbers and like you see old uh, Grace Donut, yes, I enjoyed that. Um, both of these have been great. But I just think the bats have come to life a little bit here. Uh, San Diego hit against the New York Mets. Um don't want to remind you of that unduly, but they did. And um, they out hit the Dodgers in game one, even though they lost, they scored some runs um, the other night in the game that they won. So I think Manny Machado, Juan Soto, and then you've got playoff Trent Grisham joining in. Uh, Haasong Kim, uh, Fernando Tatis replacement, um, scored five of the runs, I think, the other night or something silly like that. Um, So as much as these pitches are, like you said, in good form and have been under pitches and these teams have been under. I just got a feeling the bats are going to come live tomorrow. So what total did you, um, what was your Rockford line? Yeah, for the total, I set my line at 6.8. So hopefully we could get another seven and a half or a seven. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm absolutely happy to take that. I mean, it's a, it seems perverse as well, taking the under. Um, when you just have a look at this LA Dodgers lineup as well. Um, Trey Turner's, has hit a couple of bombs leading off. Freddie Freeman got in on the act as well the other night. So I just think there's loads and loads um, of options for runs. So I just had a, this is this is more of a gut handicap because if you look at the numbers, I would handicap this exactly the same way as you did. You've got no no choice to. There's nothing that would tell you any different when you look at the numbers. Uh, but I just had a feeling uh, we might get a bit of a wild one here stuck in the middle of the series. So um, give me the... Uh, Oh, my God, the goalie's just made a great save to Linda Robbie with your money. That's a goal coming, don't worry. Um, so, again, give me the over. Um, right, have we got locks and dogs? Can you fetch out? I know we've been struggling with locks and dogs because there's not often a dog play. Yeah. Uh, give us your two best bets here. Uh, if one of them is an underdog, all the better, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, so 
I guess as for a dog, I don't I didn't give out any plus money. I know that's not like me, but I guess the Braves run line, I guess that would be a um a plus yeah, price. Yeah. So I, I think the Braves are the better team. I think they got their confidence back winning the game yesterday. I like Charlie Morton better than Bailey Fulter if he does wind up starting. Braves have had his number all year. So I'll, I'll take the Braves on the run line as my dog. And as for my lock, hmm, I, I want to go with the under for the Dodgers and Padres, but you're going over. So <laughs> give, give me the under for the That's Guardians. Right. No, no. Give me the Guardians and Yankees under. I, I really think Tristan McKenzie will. I, I, I do agree with you. I worry about Luis Severino. I, I think he, he, he is very inconsistent. And I think maybe, maybe the, uh, I almost said the wrong word. I think the Guardians can score a few runs off of him, but maybe not enough to get over the total. I think Tristan McKenzie, he's going to be fired up uh, pitching against his favorite team growing up. So I, I like the under, depending on what the number comes out at. I set my line at 6.3. So if we could get a seven, seven and a half, I'm going to go under for my lock. Okay. Um, so my lock it kept it really simple. The minute. Uh, I saw the Houston 8 and 1 straight up against Seattle. Um, and I just think McCullers is very, very reliable. Uh, so I'm going to lock up Houston at minus 110 um, to f- complete the sweep against the Mariners. And for my dog, <laughs> we're going up the ladder here, Dylan. Uh, we're going to go off script a little bit. And I'm going to take what would be a, an alt run line. Uh, sorry, an alt total on this Dodgers-Padres game. So I'm going to go one up or one and a half up of whatever the total would be. So if you tell me you've got a total of seven, um, I'll take the over or seven and a half. Um, I'm going to, I would go up to the next one. So I'm going to take over eight or over eight and a half. Wow. Um, whatever the, yeah, yeah. Wow, indeed. Uh, we'll talk about this tomorrow when it finishes one to nothing. Um, so yeah, give me a dog face, would you? Yeah, find the total. Find the uh, alternative tool and get up the ladder. Uh, let's split a unit up. Let's go as high as we can. Um, eights, nines, tens, be as brave as you like. Um, I've just got a feeling we're going to see some runs tomorrow. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is that. Uh, well done. We're about nine minutes away from uh, the Braves and the Phillies starting. And looks like we're going to get extra innings in the Guardians-Yankees. So I'm looking forward to a couple of hours watching this. Maybe get a Brighton goal as well. Then we can cash some bets all over the place. Um, Friday night, is it Spore Night for you? You said you got some hockey going on. Yeah, got some hockey plays up. Uh, got another pod to record. Got some UFC uh, research to dig into. Busy weekend, loads to do. Playoff baseball, hockey's back. Uh, basketball starts next week. Hey, we're locked and loaded, Malcolm. Yeah, absolutely. Newcastle play Manchester United on Sunday. Oh, and I hate the, yep. I hate those fuckers, Dylan, with a passion. So my focus is the game in Newcastle? It's no, it's away. It's in Manchester. How far is that uh, from you? Uh, not very far, maybe two hours, about 130 miles or so. You forget how tiny England it's halfway down the country. Um, but even that's not very far. I could be there in two hours in Manchester. Um are you going to the game? I'm not going to. Uh, tickets will uh, be like hen's teeth, mate. They'll be uh, very rare. Do you think probably... if you went, would you get into a fight? No. 
Okay. Now nah, it's all all very well behaved. Now it's uh, especially the Premier League. Especially, it's a little bit more. I'm sure you can find one if you wanted one, uh, but the, the Premier League's a little bit more sterile uh, than it used to be. It's all it's all a little bit more family friendly and stuff, and especially somewhere like Manchester United. If you watch the game on Sunday, Dylan, if you look at the crowd, the first four rows, it's just all tourists. Yeah. Liverpool's the same; it's a tourist club. Um, you know, it's one of those things. I was a global society, and then why not? So I'm not being judgmental or snobby about it. But uh, anyway, I hope we smash the fuckers up. So <laughs> I'll be, I'll be a plus four fifty Newcastle. Yeah, I know. That's uh, that's probably the shortest price we've been in years going to Manchester United. That that shows you how um, how far we've come in a short space of time. How much we've improved that we're that we're a plus four fifty underdog. We're normally about plus plus a thousand or plus twelve hundred or something. Uh, so fingers crossed, Dylan. Um, send me some positive vibes and we can go and turn them over on Sunday. You'll know by my mood on Sunday night when we record the show uh, how that went. I might be bouncing off the ceiling. You might have to scrape me off to get me to record something. Um, so, um, yeah, busy sport weekend. I know everyone will have loads of bets on the NFL, college football, hockey, you name it. Um, good luck with everything. Uh, good luck with MLB particularly. Enjoy the games. Uh, thanks for listening and we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>